welcome to Somewhat Nerdy Radio. We are your host. I am Starf Chris. I'm Critter. And there's no danger yet again. Oh, danger. So letting us down. So there's like four or five people in the audience screaming because the best person's not here apparently. He's the only one with a fan club. I'll get. Gi- I'll give him that. We need to make danger fan club t-shirts this needs to happen danger fan club t-shirts yeah all right figure out a design about that i'll just use that picture i drew of him as the cartoon i'm ha- and put I'm handsome, I'm handsome over the top i'm handsome honestly i, I think he would buy one <laughs> he would buy one and wear it he would buy one and give one to his mom for christmas <laughs> so anyway we are someone nerdy radio um you can follow us at quite a few different places facebook twitter instagram youtube and you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you leave us a five-star review. Five-star. It's it's non-negotiable. It's just how it is. Just leave five stars and give us a, uh, a hate hug. A hate hug. If you uh, don't like us. If you like us, or if even if you have any kind of criticism. But give us the five stars first. Five stars and then leave an honest review. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at... SomewhereNerdyRadio at gmail.com. This is a one-shot podcast. One shot. We're going to talk about the Iron Fist TV show. We Which, are. hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen all of it. We're going to try to be spoiler-free about this review. Um, However, there I'd may like to be... ruin things, apparently. There might be some issues here and there, but we'll try not to give a whole lot away. But honestly, there's, not, probably, a whole, we're there's not a whole lot to really give away. Yeah, we're probably going to talk about the end of the episode, the uh, season, so... Nah, I don't know. Maybe eh. towards the end... I may stop you on that. We'll see how this plays out. Maybe you should trail off towards the end of the podcast. You know what? We'll see how this plays out. I'll let you know. I'll go, SPOILER! <laughs> um, Pepper that in right before that happens. No problem, I'll do that. SPOILER! <laughs> Episode one of our podcast ever, if you haven't heard... Issue one. Issue one. I'm going to uh, crick you on that, but Was a Daredevil season one review. No, season two. Season two. Season two. So we've been doing the podcast long enough where we've reviewed season two of Daredevil, and I think we reviewed Luke uh, Cage. Cage. So we're moving on to Iron Fist, which just came out. I binge-watched the episode pretty much the the weekend that it came out, but I had the Wildcat event, which was the wrestling event. Go listen to our podcast. Nerds of the Square Circle podcast, where we review that. Ooh, maybe we should touch base on that before we get deep into it. Yeah, maybe so. Listen to our other podcasts on the Somewhat Nerdy Radio podcast network. We have uh, Future Flicks with Billiam, and then the Nerds of the Squared Circle. Which is a wrestling podcast. Which is a wrestling podcast. And Snarf Chris co-hosts that with Phil and Sam, who know everything, know everything about wrestling. About wrestling. Yeah, and they, I don't mean that of like, hey, they no. they know a lot. They I, literally know everything. I know nothing compared to those guys. Nothing. And I know n- nothing, nothing. Because I, I actually know nothing. You do know some wrestlers. Well, I know wrestlers because if they end up in movies. John Cena. I've seen them in movies, yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah. You can pick them up out of a lineup. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. I mean, the newer ones... Well, no, that's not true. I mean, the new one has this commercial with his daughter who's playing the, you know, I'm a little teacup short and you know... I have no idea what you're talking about. The dude with the sleeve tattoo, tribal sleeve tattoo, long hair. Roman Reigns? Maybe. Does he have a sleeve tattoo? Yeah. yeah like, then... it's like a tribal uh, yeah. Samoa thing? Yeah. That's my favorite wrestler. All right. Well, he has a... Has a... What you don't know is, I just said Roman Reigns is my favorite wrestler. There is people that turned off the podcast right now. People well, hate Roman Reigns. That's your fault, not mine. I <laughs> so didn't anyway, it. this podcast is going to be completely dedicated to Iron Fist. It's a one-shot podcast, so we're going to kind of review and go through the season and our thought process about what we liked about it and what we didn't like about it. Overall, 
this has started out. I'm if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, my favorite comic book character is Luke Cage. Yes, everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Luke Cage's best friend in the whole entire world is Iron Fist. Danny Rand. So I kind of like Iron Fist almost as much By as proxy, I like right? of Luke Cage. Yeah. It's my. It's other than Wolverine. He's 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 Luke Cage's Luigi. I mean, Iron Fist probably have a problem with that, but yeah, sure, kind of. All right, then they're more double dragon guys. Does that help? Yeah, it's because double more, dragon. They're double more dragon. equals. Yeah. So these are things I've read. Uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist since the 80s. I, I've been a fan of these two characters since the 80s. It was one of the first comic books that ever got handed to me was Power Man and Iron Fist, which was the, them together starting the Heroes for Hire. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. That is a weird thing for a little kid to get into. <laughs> We've been over this. I know. but it's just It's just a weird thing. Literally, whenever I was getting into comic books, I was handed a bunch of Luke Cage and Iron Fist comic books in it's basically how I learned how to read by reading these comic books. So why I like these characters so much was because it was the first thing I was ever introduced into. So I, it just kind of stuck with me. These are characters that stuck with me. So whenever these kind of TV shows, there's a eight-year-old, whoever I was whenever I started reading these comic books, that freaks out that we actually have TV shows based off of these characters. Because I never thought this, something like this would happen. Sure. Luke Cage blew my mind. That they're even making a TV show, and I know Luke we... Cage did a lot of like different cool things. The music of Luke Cage was amazing. Which I think that the fact that they did that was really cool. The music, yeah. Well, each episode had like highlighted a different artist. Yeah, yeah. It was that was really cool. There was one that I really really liked. I don't remember which episode, and I don't remember the song. Was the Bang Bang guy? Maybe I I don't know. A good way to listen to that whole entire playlist was all the music that was originally put into Luke Cage on Spotify. They have a playlist for uh, Luke Cage that plays all the music for it. Side note, go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway, so this kind of it follows a little bit more of the Daredevil storyline. Yes, dealing with Danny Rand coming back, coming back from Kunlun and having to deal with the Hand. Right. And as as you know from season two of Daredevil, Daredevil, Daredevil is messing with the Hand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Daredevil handled it a little bit better because it's a little bit grittier. Now, Danny Rand, the guy that played him, maybe it was the fact that he's basically, to me, it felt like he was stuck at 13 years old mentally. Um, and, and that's kind of kind of a fair assessment of the character because he knows he's nothing naive. outside of the world. Yeah, he's pretty naive. He was other than 13 and then trained to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to fight and then think like a child. Yes, because he's so never he thinks, taught anything else. He thinks the best of people until he has to fight them. And that, that's, that's it. That's a pretty accurate assessment yeah. of so the, the that, character. That's Danny Of this Rand, character. Of this character. And this guy that plays Danny Rand, I don't think was completely terrible or anything like that. Um, there was some, Maybe he just didn't have huge acting chops or it could have been some of the writing. I felt it was weak in some parts to develop him. It's both. To me, it, it's the Luke Cage guy, uh, Michael Coulter, uh-huh. the guy that played Luke Cage. I don't feel like that he was the best actor in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't think he was fed the best lines in the whole entire world. So there's only so much you can do with subpar lines. And to be honest, pretty incoherent direction for the whole entire series. Are we Luke, talking about Luke Iron Cage? Fist, Iron oh, Fist. Iron Fist. I, you know what? I don't think it was incoherent. What I think it was, it was... Well, honestly, I, I don't think it was incoherent at all. I think it was very much business espionage. To it a was, certain extent. It was 
just a very cutthroat Glen Gary, Glen Ross type business world. It was cutthroat, you know, like I like you until you don't do what I need and then I don't like you. And it mm-hmm. was very much that way. Characters are wishy-washy. They lo- love you, then they hate you. The only the only gold standard of trust was Rosario Dawson's nurse character. Yeah, which has been the kind of the standard the, through yeah, the whole Netflix series. Which is has been the link to every person. And she's a way better one thing, she's a way better actor well, she's than a seasoned, everybody in she's the show. She's a seasoned yeah. actor. I mean, she has been since she was 15. Do you have a problem with the fight scene? Because I've read online that the fight scenes aren't as um, They look a little drawn slow. Out. No, they look a little slow. It looks like some of the kung fu um, looks a, slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where I, I feel like a lot of times they're having trouble just kind of nailing the moves. I don't know. It, it. I think the problem was every... Okay, so every show so far, I've seen a hallway fight scene. It's kind of the standard for Netflix stuff, yeah. And and since Daredevil started it, I think Daredevil has the best one. Luke Cage being number two. Uh, so I have a theory about the um, comparing Daredevil to Iron Fist. Okay. Daredevil is an okay fighter. Sure. He is more of a power guy. Yeah, like, it, I'm he, going to hit you until you stop, and I'm probably going to have to hit you 20 to 30 times before you stop moving. Iron Fist is going to hit you twice because he's efficient in his moves. He's going to punch you twice, maybe kick you, and then you should stay down because that is his job. I didn't see sh- this in the. I didn't see that in this show though. Yeah, most definitely you did. His fight scenes was anybody other than a big character, a big name, but against henchmen or two punches, maybe a kick. It never lasts longer than that. So the fight scenes never feel as drawn out and maybe not as choreographed okay. as some of the Daredevil okay. stuff. You know what? That kind of helps me a little bit about it. Yeah. So whenever he is doing a fight, he is doing every single fight to finish it. He punches up dude twice. He kicks him. That dude doesn't get back up again, so it doesn't draw the fight out more. Where, in, where a Daredevil fight, he's, Rough he's and like, tumble. I'm, I'm punching you, I'm kicking you, I'm elbowing you, I'm kneeing you. Okay, you're going to get back up after I'm fighting this dude. I'm going to have to do that again to you. So the fights are way more drawn out. So that hallway scene was Daredevil, which is freaking amazing amazing yeah because it's drawn out and it's only against it, it like six or seven people let's let, let's 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 change the wording on that it wasn't drawn out not drawn out in a it bad was, way it was more realistic y- yes it would and be what like, you would expect to see a street you, fight to me be like you were really good at fighting we would be daredevil okay oh wow so cool thank uh, you we're not that cool now but it, we would be more daredevil because uh, it would be uh, a more unfocused fight okay i get that i get iron that. fist when he fights he is the living weapon living weapon all right you know you know what that kind of clears it up a little bit but see okay so that kind of makes it a little boring he does have like a uh kumata type episode mm-hmm. and the people he fights meh are we talking about the um, the tournament the tournament yes madam gao she's pretty great she's been good she's, in everything she's so. intimidating as crap for an old woman that i feel like i feel like wouldn't give me much trouble but she's terrifying she does like one cool thing in the tournament thing where she like just force pushes him mm-hmm. that she never does again for the whole entire show yeah the tournament thing there's a problem that i have is it, it's the weakest point in the whole entire show for me it should have been a strong point though because everyone been. loves tournament stuff i mean moral combat the movie was terrible and you but the fact that it was tournament f- style fighting you're like think about the johnny cage versus scorpion fight yeah 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 Ugh. but you don't realize if you don't read the iron fist comic book which was the um, probably 2007 2008 
that's all based off of that comic book. That comic book lasted almost a whole entire year where uh, Iron Fist was entered into a contest against the other heads of heads of their they call it the seven heads of heaven. I think so. What's it's called where he's entered into the contest and he has to fight all these different uh, representatives of the heads of heaven or something along those lines. But it's a really drawn out thing and it, it, it is a purpose. It's almost like Mortal Kombat. Or if the head of your house wins, you control Kun Lao, basically, um, for the next 15 years or something like that. That got turned into a three-fight, him walking through a haunted house. Warehouse. just Warehouse thing, which was really, really, really dumb. Yeah, it, was a, mean... it was a waste of a something that they could have used in the future. They could have turned a whole entire season into him fighting in a tournament. They basically just did a really kind of half-assed version of Death Game. Most definitely, yeah. I mean... Now, now the character, the, the sister of uh, Nine Spiders, I think is their name. The one that stuck needles into him. Mm-hmm. That's an actual comic book character from that tournament. Completely wasted. Completely wasted. The comic book is really, really good. Uh, it's something you really need to go read. The His friend that shows up in the... Um, what's his name? Kairos? The donkey cart guy. Why do you call him that? Well, I mean, they raised donkey carts. What what was his name? I don't remember. I just call him donkey cart guy. His friend from Kyle Lau, the one that went up with him, is the Iron Serpent in the comic book. He is the guy that goes and fights for another house. That in the comic book, they he goes and fights the dragon to get the Iron Fist. He loses, so he has resentment that he lost. So it's kind of different in the show. And I don't know. I keep comparing the comic book to the movie, but that's what I have the basis for. Well. Overall, um, let's just... Dive. I know I say we're saying a lot of negative things about it, but I do like this show. It was good. It's, it's as good as Luke Cage was, to me. Mm, I don't know, man. Under I mean, Luke Cage, or...? Um, I think this one may be the weakest one, um, because they didn't have a really strong character that I really, really liked. No. A cousin, well, okay, okay, so Daredevil... Daredevil by far was the best show. Daredevil season two is probably one of the best TV shows I've and, ever seen. And when Punisher comes out, I'm interested to see what they do with that. Because mm-hmm. everyone else is so anti-killing, and obviously that's not a Punisher bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how they handle Punisher in this Netflix series of un- of people that don't kill. We'll see what that happens. If, if, I, if I get a Punisher that doesn't kill, I mean, I'm not for that kind of stuff in a real-life situation. But in a comic book series... That dude better, better, better be killing. That better that dude better be killing. Okay, so in Jessica Jones, uh, the bad guy Kilgrave was so amazing. Danny Tennant or Daniel Tennant was so great as this bad guy. He's so despicable but so charming at the same time. You're like, man, that dude sucks, but I kind of like really him. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Cottonmouth and, and Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, I mean that dude. I mean he just won what. An Oscar, so mm-hmm. I mean, obviously his acting is there. It's good. I mean, I feel like if you've seen Luke Cage, you you Cottonmouth would stand out on that. Yeah, Cottonmouth was was a huge part of it, and maybe underutilized. Oh well, they kill him off way too early. It, they should he should have been the bad guy un- for the whole unnecessary. So. Yeah, I mean, unnecessarily like got rid of him when he was by far a more interesting bad guy. Um, and it was because it was he was an interesting bad guy because he you liked him and you hated him at the same time. And that makes for a good bad guy. Uh, correct. It's I mean, the kingpin thing with Daredevil. He's awesome, well acted, and you liked him. 
Are you talking about my Did Clark I... Duncan? No. Kingpin? No. Uh, Vincent... Oh, okay. You're t- okay. <laughs> what did you? What? <laughs> I, well, for some reason, I thought that. He's... Did you forget that there was a good kingpin? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about him. I, his voice bothers me. Really, his cadence of his voice. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he t- talked in that one tone. <laughs> so Iron Fist. I really don't know why you went. Uh, why I went to Michael Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just more intimidating. I guess. Nerds in a square circle on someonenerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Starf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah. Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Square Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth Podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMPodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. So you said while while we're preparing for the show, you didn't like that they didn't hint at his costume, the mm-hmm. Iron Fist costume. Yeah. Did you want Iron Fist costume was like the collar thing? Something. I mean, okay, Luke Cage did a really great nod. nod yeah. Well, they it. kind of did a nod in this show. No, it wasn't a nod. It was a rough hey this is what it might look like and we're talking about the surveillance video Yeah, of... surveillance video of a different Iron Fist, not him. See, what made Luke Cage different is he wore his He's right. like, man, and then, of course, he did that awesome, man, this is ridiculous, which I know you probably got upset about, like, no, man, that's cool. But it makes sense in the show that that outfit is not his outfit. He only just got the Iron Fist, and then he left. So he never even got nope. trained it's how a to very, use the Iron Fist. It's a very easy outfit to come up with. There's why very would, little to it. Why would he wear the outfit of the Iron Fist if he's barely been trained to even be the Iron Fist? Totally don't even know if that's the... Well, I don't know if that's totally the outfit of the Iron Fist. 
if that's the standard of Ironfish. Like the the headband was the holes yeah. cut in it and the green and yellow. He wears green and yellow, kind of, whenever he's like in Kung Lao. Yeah, well, like yeah, the, the robes. The robes, yeah. Well, I'm just saying I, I, I would have wanted to see it. You know, it, it could have sold it a little bit more. I wanted to see it too. I, I'm not going to lie. At one time or another, I thought we were going to get him in something other than a knockoff Daredevil season one outfit with a or, hood. Or just Luke Cage. Because there's really Luke Cage wearing a hoodie everywhere. Yeah. Standouts to me is the the wing girl. Really? Yeah. Uh, she's awesome in the comic books. Um, her and Misty Knight from the Luke Cage series form the Sisters of Dragon. So they have a whole comic book series all together where they just go and be badass together. The other character that I end up liking a whole lot more than I thought I was because I end up not liking him at the beginning of the season and I liked him a whole lot more by the end of the season. He's the only character that I was like, ah, it sucks to be hit. That dude is Ward. Ah, you know what? That that was part of the thing about this show. You couldn't like anybody. Everybody's pretty unlikable. Yeah, everybody. Well, Danny is, is likable. Yeah, but Danny's the problem likeable. is... Maybe too likable because he's so the, naive. It's the... That's all that actor i think really he says lines like that just read a buddha book eh, i don't know if it's I like got i'm gonna go a buddha says if you to go right you must go left first like he says lines that dry sometimes that kind of bothers me where i'm not believing that he lived his life for 15 years or 10 years or whatever it was um more that he just read a book on a plane and goes well buddha says to get an apple you must plant a seed he says lines like that throughout the whole entire time where I'm not thinking he believes the things that he is saying. And it's to me, it's kind of lack of acting skill. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, it's the easiest way I can say it, I guess. No, well, OK, so if if we're talking about acting skills or definitely really portrays a that dude, if you didn't want to shed, jerk, man. shed tears for Ward quite a few times throughout the whole entire season, you're not a human being. Well, he well, first of all, at first you hated him and then you got like empathetic with him Most seeing definitely. seeing some of the plight that he was in and then it was one of these no you know what i hate that dude and it's like, he's a terrible what? human being yeah, he's like that dude's awful why is he got to be a jerk all the time and then, and then you realize this... why he's a jerk now. and then you're like all right no you know what? never mind never mind he's all right and then he ends up being like hey a solid dude i'm just saying the, the wishy-washiness of these characters makes it really kind of hard for the show you know you couldn't like anybody well, every the, everyone was just scummy and i don't know if it was like to portray the corporate version of this world because yeah. i mean everyone was scummy but that kind of goes with what i said earlier is like the show lacks direction at certain times where it's all over the place where it, you never know or was that the direction they were going for they were they trying to show there were they trying to show how corrupt a like a i'm, I'm doing air quotes here corporation could be i mean I, I mean i've never worked for a huge corporation so i can't really say like eh, definitely the president of one but yeah so you think they're kind of just doing that where it could it could be deeper than we think we think that it's not planned out and maybe See, it's so well planned that we just don't it, notice i just it. don't think it's that well you don't think it, no right. I, I don't think i don't give them that much credit i, I could see I a wish corporate world being like that though. yeah most definitely you but... know and, and like people aligning themselves with benefits them and and in fact ward even says that at one point i'm not trying to help you i'm trying to help me yeah, that's fine. And that's a then great line. Give me the corporate stuff of it. And then the very next episode, I'm in China 
fighting at a warehouse. That's a problem. That's a problem for storyline. That's a, a problem for pacing of a story. If you're having this very corporate world, and if they would have kept Danny in a world where the fish out of water, where he's trying to deal with being 51% of a owner of a company, and then for the next three episodes, you completely forget about other... It's like, are you going to get Danny to the meeting? Yes. And then he... Ne- oh, I can't get him there. Because that, that was basically his storyline for the, the, the corporate side of stuff. But really, he is in China fighting people. That doesn't make any sense. The pacing is weird. So stick with the corporate stuff or the ninja stuff. Don't give me the wishy-washy in-between stuff. You know what was awesome? His hand lighting up. His hand lighting up was cool. It looks really cool. I wish both hands would have lit up at one time or another. I, I not, really kind of thought that would happen at some point. I thought it was going to happen at the end. It never does. If you have a spoiler. I don't like the recharge thing that they have to explain, too. You know what I don't like? Vanilla knows like six moves of Kung Fu. He does them throughout the entire series. Uh, there's a few different styles mm. to him. There's no, a few no, no, no. When he's styles. recharging his chi. Oh, or like when he's doing like the, the yoga poses thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm doing them right now. <laughs> it's the he, same he, thing that you he just does. did it yeah and he right. does does it all the time does it all the time and he's like you may i'm gonna teach i'm like he's been doing that since day one dude he ain't helping him so the, dude, the re- trying to recharge his cheat you know nothing dude the recharge you were a, you, you were that sheriff that got killed in alien vs predator <laughs> 2 and you know it and you know it um the recharging of the chi and not being like it was a weirdness from the first time he got asked, like, why can't you do the Iron Fist? He's like, well, my cheese. Blue is load. My cheese not charged. I'm like, what do you mean your cheese not charged? Just light your iron. Like, that's not a comic book thing. Like, Iron Fist is a, a charging of the chi and stuff like that. But that dude can break it out every five seconds if he needs to. But in the comic book, he is a trained guy where he knows how to control the iron i'm gonna be honest with you if i had iron fist iron fist i'd be punching iron fist stuff (laughs) all the time there is one particular scene this is this is not a spoiler thing there was ward and joy in a restaurant just chatting around and he comes busting in and all mad and they get in a and then getting kind of like an an argument right there you would have punched ward i would no i would have punched right through the table oh the table just to prove a point we would prove a point i would have been iron fist and punching everything i'm like you want to do something boom so you would have it you're apparently once a day iron fist dude punching that table first of all you punch through a table no one's gonna throw you a punch don't, you at don't you. need for the rest of you, the day you yeah. never have to throw up if you if you punch your way out of solid steel bend a girder break a brick wall whatever the case may be with an with a with a fist that glows people are gonna be like you know what i'm gonna think twice about messing with this dude it's gonna be something that i'm gonna be like you know what nope not gonna do it so I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. And my favorite scene in the whole entire movie doesn't involve Iron Fist in the least bit. It is the scene... Sakurai? Sakurai? He was the Japanese guy that used the swords in the tournament, if you remember that guy. Mm-hmm. Alright, so when he gets uh, asked to the tournament to go fight Iron Fist, he is in a karaoke bar just murdering people, singing songs. You know what? I found it very stereotypical that a Japanese guy was singing karaoke. He was killing Japanese people. That's why he was Well, he there. was Japanese. He was singing Take Me On. That's a good song. It is a good song. And he was doing an amazing... In- I think I nailed it. Yeah, it was good. I think I nailed it. Um, he was singing that song while he was murdering everybody, while he was getting inducted into the tournament, apparently, whatever that was. But that's my favorite singing in the whole entire show. That's a problem. That's my favorite 
part of the whole entire show. The show's not bad. It really is. As we kind of go closer I don't think, and closer I don't now. think I, I, I saw as bad of an of an acting from, from the guy that played Danny Rand as you did. Um, I have a tendency to overanalyze. Because um, you have a love for it. Yeah. And right. I have a high bar for this and Luke Cage. And if you go back and listen to the Luke Cage episode, I think I was a little bit harder on the show. You were. Um, from the first time I watched it. And now I've watched it like three or four times. And I love Luke Cage show now. It might be the same thing when I watch Iron Fist a couple of times now. My expectations are high for these Netflix characters. These are my favorite Marvel characters out of everybody. Um, to me, the, the, the list goes Daredevil Season 2. Jessica Jones, Daredevil Season 1, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist is at the bottom. Yeah. And it's not that it's bad no, I compared mean, to you, the other ones. The, it's here's, not as Here's good. the thing. Marvel has been doing great things in movies. Mm-hmm. And Netflix Marvel shows are awesome. And Daredevil set such a high bar. The the first series was ground was, was just amazing, and then the second season when it came out, you're like completely what? blew down the water. What? And Jessica Jones, I there was a lot of problems I had with Jessica Jones. There's no problems with Jessica Jones. I had a few. I it was. Just, I noticed most people that love Jessica Jones read the comic book Alias. Well, it it had nothing to do with the storyline. It had to do with some some particular acting, and it was it was Jessica Ritter from her from Jessica Ritter. Uh, yes. she was perfect. I love her just there because were, she's playing her. I guess yeah. It could have been. I mean, I just had some issues with it. She just to me where's was the a little dry fall out some, huh? from you then. Where's the like the the ranking for the season? Well, I would do um, Daredevil both seasons top top then Jessica okay right. then Luke then Iron Fist and I'm gonna say Luke and Iron Fist are. They're neck and neck, but Luke's a little bit better. Yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. Uh, Luke for the the music alone. Well, Luke, well, Luke, the music also had a it has something that you liked, which yeah. was the villain, yeah. Cottonmouth, and then Iron Fist didn't have a barely had a villain, like a main it, it, central yeah, it, villain. They were, that it followed. was more of a idea of a villain. Mm, agreed, and, and that was one of those things that kind of you know with Jessica Jones, such a strong villain, such a strong villain. yeah, it, it's the strong Luke Cage, villain, yeah. such a strong villain that they killed half. Through. And then the other one was okay. Nah, yeah, he was okay. But and, compared to Cottonmouth, that's why that's yeah. that's where you're. If he would have been from the beginning, you would have been like, yeah, he's all right. Critter talked me out of um talking about the ending and doing a spoiler for it, so I'm not going to talk about the ending. But I will talk about how does this season and the ending lead into the defenders you know what we'll leave that up to listeners sure let us know let us know how you think this is going to lead into it because at the moment i don't see it i don't know how this the ending of iron fist naturally progresses into to defenders because apparently there's things that they're saying it's like this is the gateway to defenders i just don't see it yet a lot of stuff has to happen in defenders for this to tie together well is defenders going to be just one season or is it going to be they're saying it's one season, it's a shorter season, and it's eight episodes, I think. Okay, so are they going to do like a like an Avengers thing where they had all the movies in Avengers and then all more movies than Avengers? Oh, I'm sure they're probably going to do Because, I mean, like, if it's going to be a Defenders I, thing, is Spider-Man going to make a reference, like a, a scene? I, I, Spider-Man's just in everything, I don't man. think Luke Cage and Iron Fist is going to get another season. I think we're going to get another season of them together as heroes for hire. That's, that'd be, that's, that's probably the most genius way to do them that. Again. That'd be cool. Mm. I don't know if, if a lot of people would be okay with that. It needs to, people need to get over that because they need to be together. If 
if you understand Luke Cage, you understand that Luke Cage and Iron Fist are one of the same coin. Like, there are two people that shouldn't be best friends. But are. But they're, they're past best friends. They're... Brothers. 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 Brothers in, like, a way that there's... They go together. There's, there's no world where Luke Cage is a thing where Iron Fist is not a thing. They, they're just together. So they need to do this in Defenders where they set up where these two people intertwine their lives so much that they can't be without each other. And well, they completely, both like hip-hop. They both like hip-hop. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. They're like, oh, what? What? You like that? I like that. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I bet that's it. You want to put money on it? You think music's going to be what they tie together? I mean, well, why else would, would Danny Rand have such a thing about music and especially yeah. old school hip-hop when i say old school early 2000s yeah, yeah. it's all early 2000s. i mean that's that's old school now i mean it's not my old school but it's old school now so anyway as we go ahead and start closing out the show i like it it was good yeah it was good. it's not the failure that some of the other nerd sites are making it to be no, I wouldn't say it's a failure. It's just, it's just. Some people are calling this unwatchable. No. Which doesn't make any sense. No. There's whole full sites calling this the worst thing Netflix has ever put out, which doesn't make no, any Chelsea sense. No, Chelsea Handler's has a show. No, that's the that's worst bad. thing. Yeah, that's. Ooh. This is this is good. It has problems, but it is good. No, it's definitely good. Mm. So this has been our one shot about Iron Fist. Do you agree with us? Do you do you, do you hate think, it? Do you, you love hate it? This show? Like are I want to know are why you, okay you hate with it. Now. Uh, what did you like about it? If you're a fan of the Iron Fist comic book, like I I am and and was, um, what do you think compared to the comic books? It's obviously not the comic book Iron Fist. Or they've made changes, and I'm okay with most of them. Um, but this is a good start for the Iron Fist. This myth that mythos then they can grow from here let us know what you think you can email us at somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com hit us up on facebook twitter instagram whatever the case may be we have a youtube channel we have make I- sure you thumb up this video on youtube and subscribe to the youtube channel and of course if you're listening to us on itunes give us a five star review five stars five stars Five stars. Non-negotiable. It's then, the only thing you can do. you can leave us an honest review. But in the meantime, five, five stars. stars. Five stars. Or any other podcast app you're listening to us to, give us the you know a review on that. Past that, I think that'll wrap up this one shot. This has been a Iron Fist Netflix one shot. I've been your host. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.